Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Who Invited Her. We are San Diego's LGBTQ pop culture podcast. podcast. I am your host, Tony, and I'm here with my other co-host. There is no height limit for this ride. It's Bash. Say hello. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Hi. And he is the gravy to my lumpy mashed potatoes. It is producer Rob. (laughs) Hi. <laughs> he makes every he makes us all look really good by the way i'm actually here too and just like <laughs> top ramen he's always in the back of the cabinet ready and waiting it's party bear eric <laughs> uh, is it saturday morning what day is it? i know what day is it they're all starting to blur together at this point seriously <laughs> so this is right after new year's new year's just happened i want to know i kind of know what you guys did for new year's eve but did any of you do anything fun like just mm. the same old thing we no. do every day. No, no, <laughs> just yeah. drinking. How much did you drink, Bashy? Um, I went through a full 750 milliliter of liquor. It was half gin, half vodka. Oh, and God. then an entire bottle of Vuve, uh, which I fell asleep at. I'm not kidding. 11:55 and woke back up at 12:10. So I missed New Year's completely. <laughs> yeah, I completely <laughs> passed out. Um, probably by 1130 and Rob woke me up a couple minutes before midnight and I was like, happy new year's, fell back asleep, woke up 10 minutes later, went to bed. (laughs) That was our new year's. Well, Uh, we did do film Springa on new year's Eve earlier in the night. And then I zoomed with our called my brother who's in New York before it was his midnight and then was on the phone with a couple people until about 10. But Rob was on the phone for how long, Robbie? Were you with your family on Zoom? Um, it was well. They're in Michigan, so they're three hours ahead. So we started then. So from three, well, it's nine o'clock until two o'clock our time. Yeah. So that would have been whatever that we just took like an hour and a half off in the middle. And that <laughs> was it. it was the whole forever. time. And the problem with that is like everybody's kind of doing their own thing in the background. And the idea is, well, we'll have celebrate together. But really, there's like all this noise going on in yeah, six different no, locations yeah. all at the that. same time. <laughs> I was like, no. the minute I got off the phone with the last person I was talking to, I was like, I'm getting stoned. And I kept coming out of, you know, when you get, you're not fully, fully, completely stoned out of your mind, but you come, you go through waves of, oh, I'm not so stoned right now. Now I'm really stoned. Every time I was Coming out of that, Rob was still on the fucking Zoom call with his family. <laughs> I'm like, am I just really stoned or is he still on this freaking call? <laughs> what about oh you, Eric? I know you're up in LA with Lorenzo. So, what did you guys do for New Year's? Yeah, so I came up here and Lorenzo made Boulevardiers. I can never know how to say them. Boulevardiers? Is yeah. that right? I don't, I don't know. So, we had a ton of those. Um, and it's the first time I've woken up hungover in such a long time, like Me too. painful hungover. Yeah. <laughs> Bash is like, that's every morning for me. I, no, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't been hungover in over a year. I actually, to be honest with you, neither have I like, do but during, I'm drinking more than ever. ever? Really? See, ever. I cut I, back on the alcohol during quarantine. Every got Friday. Stumped. No, I think I'm going to try this month, but every Friday I look at my alcohol to make sure I could go into the weekend. Yeah. And I'm out. I drink all of my liquor by the time Friday rolls around. That is a problem. That's I know. something about you. Yeah. This is an intervention. Bash. Welcome to your And then I'm like, well, what do I have? And it's like a bottle of gin 
and like club soda and amaretto. And I'm like, I can make something with this. Did you? Is no. that what you, I was going to say, what was the recipe you do together for that? It's always like these ridiculous, like this must have been how the 1920s were. This is how we I came guess. up with drinks like the Negroni and the old fashioned. Because People were just like, what the hell is left in my liquor cabinet to make can, this digestible? What can we drink? Rob, yeah. um, Robbie made, a, what did you make, Rob? An espresso martini? An espresso martini. Yeah, so it's just um, Bailey's, uh, Tito's vodka, so some honey around the rim, and some um, and Starbucks uh, espresso. That's, that should um, be a drink. <laughs> honey around the rim. Welcome I, to the stage. I will say, <laughs> that, that I, will say I did meetings. order from Miriam yeah. uh, on the Thursday Gossip Girl thing. Oh, how was it? Oh, yeah. oh I saw all the so shit good. they gave you. It's crazy though. I didn't know you could like buy groceries from Gossip and stuff. Wait, wait. What do you oh. mean buy groceries? Like full? Like on you could groceries? get you could get like your staples, like vodka and whiskey oh. and <laughs> you mean alcohol and, and <laughs> eggs and stuff like that. But if you're in a bind and you need some stuff quick, like they can usually get it to you in an hour. I'm thinking. Oh, can I order tomatoes? Like fresh tomatoes? Yeah, a yeah. Gallon of milk? That. No, totally. <laughs> really? But, uh, yeah, you could do that. But then oh. I got um. I got the the margarita kit, yeah, for New Year's, and then um, how is I got, that? Like, food, food, it was good. How they is so their stuff. food? Has their food is so good? They have I like gossip because they have like it feels like they have a healthier choice menu. Sometimes, yeah, I did not do that. No, got, what did you get? Truffle mac and cheese and uh, <laughs> spinach dip for you know, that truffle. <laughs> that truffle mac and cheese is really good. It is good. So it is good. good. But um, so New Year's, did you guys watch any of the New Year's Eve, like the the Ryan Seacrest or the um, oh, no. Andy Cohen and no. Anderson Cooper stuff? No. Yes. I, I know. What did you think, Eric? Because it was a very, it was, a, okay. it was rough. Let's just. First of all, I hate that it's called Dix Clark's New Year's rockin' Eve yeah. featuring Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. That is the longest, most useless names, like, in any title ever. Like, please stop naming it that. Um, but, yeah, that Cindy Lauper performance. Oh, God. The Cindy. And, oh, no. Poor and, Miss Cindy. Do you have the and audio? Billy Porter. The audio? Oh, Billy Porter. Well, we're going to play the audio. Let's play the audio, shall we? Thank you, Robbie. Let me pull yeah. it. Cindy Lauper? Yeah, we were gonna play oh, the video for YouTube, but it didn't work. So, we're, so just... we're gonna. This is the lovely Cindy Lauper performing. This was after she performed with Billy Porter, and there because them two, she wrote Kinky Books Boots, the Broadway show that won all the Tonys, and Billy Porter was in the original class and played Lola. So they did a song to start off, which wasn't bad. It was actually good because Billy Porter could sing anything. But yeah. then, oh, Miss Cindy. She went into some techno. I don't know how. Let's just listen to it. <laughs> I like Cindy Lauper too. Listen to oh these stunning See vocals. Me now and see you. See you right out of 2020. Together. <laughs> and It stop. Yeah, but it sounds like, like we're yeah. listening to her poop. Like, <laughs> right now. 
It sounds like Bjork singing into a fan. It does, doesn't it? That is the perfect description. Match Bjork singing into a fan. Rob, what did you mean? I, I mean, I don't know what language it was in. <laughs> that was English, Rob. Okay. Not um, German or anything else. <laughs> I don't think I'd put it in my iTunes. Wow. What was it? (laughs) You wouldn't? No, No, not that cut? No? Uh, No? That one. Well, what was it, you guys? Last year or the year before that Mariah Carey had the awful performance? Always so bad. On New Year's Eve. Yeah. Why? Is it the weather? Even J-Lo was bad. J-Lo was not even that interesting. Did you see the clip where Mariah's like, is that music in the background? What is that? (laughs) <laughs> to Anderson uh, Cooper she, and J-Lo um, like ran into the camera too yeah like, well yeah. I hit the camera she did it was a mess <laughs> yeah. did you, I don't remember that Eric I did you watch things. the Anderson Cooper and the uh, what's his name Anderson uh, Andy Cohen Andy, Andy Cohen. Cohen I know Andy I just Cohen. lost it sorry Andy I Cohen is on yeah. crack or coke all night yeah. and he kept referring to everybody as a bossy bottom apparently I was what, like in and out of that for New Year's Eve. What would you guys guess the cocktail was of substances that that was? A little bit of cocaine, maybe a touch of Adderall. Um, yeah. Eric, I don't know I, booze. I, I feel like Eric would be the authority. <laughs> I feel like you would bash actually with all the with all not. the substances in that bloodstream of yours. I would. I would have just guessed a little couple bumps off. off yeah. What do you off. think, Eric? Yeah, no, I agree. Probably bumps. I think you're right. Probably Adderall too. And yeah. then there's got to be some kind of downer in there too, because yeah. they can't. You know, they're, they're trying to balance themselves all night. Yeah, he was kind of slurring a little bit. You know, bit, the but downer was, like, was Anderson Cooper. Slurring. <laughs> <laughs> that was his downer right there. <laughs> I, Rob, I, you, you watched I, most of it, didn't you? Well, I watched a little bit of both. So I watched a little bit of the Ryan Seacrest one. My family said they were watching it, but turned it off because my mom said it was just goofy. So they turned. So they turned it. Oh. So I then I flipped over to CNN and watched that, and I'm like, I don't know if it's just me, but I was like, this is really gay. Like, well, I do. I it do. Gay. It was gay. It was, gay. <laughs> well, it was so gay. It was so, the gayest. So, so it's the gay, gay New Year's Eve channel. So I. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did like that you get to see all the CNN anchors drunk because oh, because John Lemon and Don Lemon and Lemon, Brooke were, were drunk at Don Lemon's house, and then Andy and Andy were calling each other sweetie all night long. Sweetie, Dara, sweetie, the, sweetie, power bottom, um, yeah, a power bottom on the uh, <laughs> a bossy bottom, but <laughs> on the on the <laughs> like Times Pat, Square stage, like Patsy and Eddie. <laughs> it was like a bad reenaction, and then <laughs> and then they cut over to Mariah Carey, so you even get Mariah Carey. Oh, it was God. just a gay New Year's Eve all the way around. <laughs> so Maybe I should Robert. start watching these. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. These are like I, I just can't. Are they necessary? Them. No, yeah. no, they're not it, necessary. Right? I don't. And it everybody also- on CNN is so obnoxious now to me. Oh God! So what would what yeah. would you ideally want to see for a New Year's Eve? If we had to pick something to watch on TV like that, how would you do it? Oh fuck! Uh, <laughs> can we get a can we get a host younger, maybe like yeah, in their twenties or thirties? Like 
Get to I would just, you uh, know what? Just <laughs> film Moe's. Film Moe's on New Year's Eve. I'd be happy with that. Throw it up there. They should just cut CNN to Moe's. Moe's. Miriam T. Miriam and Kixie. Well, there re- you go. <laughs> remember Dick Clark used to cut to Key West where you had the drag queen come down the pole on a oh, shoe? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Well, we- now Ryan Seacrest could just cut to Miriam sliding down a stripper yeah. pole. <laughs> over yeah. Regular Saturday night from his Miriam. Hill, Hillcrest should host their own New Year's Eve. I would right. much rather I think, watch people we know than yeah. that bullshit. I think yeah. maybe out at TV, where you can watch our show every Tuesday night at 7 o'clock, they should do a live thing like once we're out of quarantine where we're, yeah. they just go around and film New Year's Eve. Like they stop at Riches, stop at most, stop everywhere, and just that would be so cool. I that think that would be, that cool. would be a cool I would thing. Much but speaking of that. the gays, there uh-huh. is, uh, we've, I've debated whether to talk about this on the show or not, but oh, I was no. having a conversation <laughs> with Eric this week, um, and it's been blowing up this Instagram this Instagram account, um, Gays Over COVID. Oh, How so do you? It's, it's I it it, it flames, infuriates flames on the sides of my face. It infuriates me seriously, you guys. Every time I see it because I follow it, I, it infuriates me. What are your what are your thoughts? Because I know within our community there have been people who say that they're not going to promote or talk about that that Instagram account because it promotes bull- bullying, which in a way I can I can see, but at the point of the pandemic that we are now, I think it's time to start calling out bad behavior, risky behavior, behavior that puts other people it, at risk. I think. I, I don't I maybe that that's just my opinion, but I think call them out, you know. Yeah, I feel very torn because I like the accountability. I I mean, is it bullying or is it accountability? Really, it's just that's pointing the out their own actions. And yeah. I, I but I I feel the same way. I'm really torn about it. And yeah. I I love I love seeing it. It does make me mad. And at some point I thought about unfollowing it because yeah. I don't like getting mad on social media. Like yeah. that's the whole point is to escape and feel good. But then sometimes I see it in like the sinking boat <laughs> that made oh. me happy. I know. Well, I, I, cause funny. I think like yeah, I the, the difference between the two is like, if you're doing it to show people a demonstration of what not to do, then I think it's fine. But, but if you're doing it so you can get people to attack them and shame them and beat on them and like, uh, you know, um, yeah. stalk them on social media and all that, then I think that would be crossing the line. So, so for people who are not familiar with the account, Gaze Over COVID is this account that it's an anonymous account um, where they pull other posts that of big gatherings within the gay community and posting it on there and tagging the people that are in these pictures and stuff. And a lot of them are healthcare workers. That show yeah. up and on their own personal Instagram accounts, they're promoting COVID, social distancing, wear a mask, don't do large gatherings. But on the other hand, they're going to these circuit parties and they're doing all this risky behavior within the COVID. So I don't know. It's really... Oh. I'm torn. I, mean, I, I don't know. I'm just like, I I get all that. And I, I think it's good to point out the the... Uh, you know, yeah. um, 
Hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. Use your words. Hypocrisy. The hypocrisy of the situation. But, um, you know, anybody can get dragged and I don't want to, I don't think people should be pointed, singled out and things like that. But on the same vein, it's a little different than mm-hmm. like, you know, screwing somebody over and just getting blasted on social. These are people's lives at risk, guys. So we should probably take a little bit more, um, you know, care. Yeah. And also businesses are at risk. And the longer that we're in this and the longer that it keeps raging through the community you're just getting people to lose their jobs and yeah their and health well now san diego has the new variant right because yeah. that 30 year old guy who said he's never he's not yeah. traveled outside of san diego so he got it it's around the, in the community so now it's 70 <clears> percent <throat> more more contagious than it was yeah. before so i don't know i'm sure i'm it's sure it's just, been here a while though oh you know, yeah like, I just think we're yeah. just learning about it. I just think it's mm-hmm. been here, like you said, Bashi, for a while. But with this Instagram account, I just think the thing that really got got to me is some of these people that are in these that are going to these events, these big parties, holding these big parties, are now testing positive for COVID, and they're having all these medical bills, and they're doing a GoFundMe for their medical That's- bills. Oh, I found I read an article about this and I found out about it. And I was just like, that's just like, oh, wrong on such another level. But for me, I think seeing these people gather and not giving two shits, it's like like I've been saying about this pandemic. People are not going to care about it until it affects them personally. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I don't think these people are going into these events going, how if I get it, how is it going to? What what if I infect somebody else, not on purpose, but by accident because of my risky behavior, and they die? That is, uh, yeah. you know what I mean. I personally cannot live with that. Like, well, the the hard thing about this is you'll never know if you killed somebody either. Yeah. So it's not it's not like the most apparent thing because no. you can live in your little bubble and pretend nothing's wrong and nothing's happening because it might not affect you. Yeah. But you know, you forget to wash your hands before touching something at the grocery store mm. that goes to somebody's grandma and it's over for her. Yeah. Like yeah. you can't. Yeah. I, I was going to say the same thing yeah, as, Bash. as Bash is because you don't know if you've ever killed anyone. No one ever knows. And the other thing is, is everybody is comfortable around their close friends because yeah. they, they know they trust that group, which yeah. is fine. But then each of those have their circle that they trust, so it spreads out farther. And yeah. each of those trust their little group, so it spreads out farther. So it's kind of like any other virus. Like yeah. You're kind of in bed with everybody. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah. How do you feel about the other fact of this Instagram account where the majority of the people in the pictures are cis white men, gay men, with like one white girl I, in it? I don't think, I don't, or I don't do know you if that factors it, well, into it as much is, as we think. Yeah, Because there's is, just as many Latino guys down in Puerto Vallarta right now as there are anybody else. And people of color and, do and the seeing, same thing. But yeah, I have maybe... Everybody. Maybe it's whoever's running this Instagram account. Um, those are the pictures we're seeing. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if that's part of the issue. Yeah. I think it's well, just accountability regardless yeah. of where your background is. But I also know yeah. like um, seeing on social media, a lot of people are saying like, oh, it's cis white men that are doing this. I when I was going for my runs through Balboa Park, which I'm very cautious about social distancing, wearing my mask, I see all rays of people <laughs> without masks. It's just not cis white. Yeah. It's yeah. everybody. I mean, I was just yeah. every time I drive through North North Park, it's just like so. Yeah, 
I'm like, guys, you're on university and you're just like coughing into your hand crossing. I'm like, I don't know what's going on around here. Everybody just forgot about it. Because when we go for our walks, we go for like one hour walk or whatever. And it's, I would say like half the people put a mask on. And Mm -hmm. I think it's because people think because they're outdoors, it's not a big deal. But the thing is, is like people are walking without masks on right in front of us. And I'll always pull mine up because I'm like, we're walking right through their breath stream. (laughs) Exactly. Like you don't have any idea how many people you're passing through their air i don't know but it's no i agree with that robbie we had this conversation and it's it's especially with the the new covid that this variant it's it just makes it even more scary well and yeah. i really think that the only way like they say you got to listen to science in the medical community and wear a mask social distance i think yeah. it's like it's okay not to party for a while. It really um, is. You're not going to die. You're not going to die from not partying. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're not. You're not yeah. going to die. I, I, I will say the one thing I like about this account is I like that I'm able to see that these things have been getting shut down. Like yeah. I know that there is some closure to that personally. Like I got to see that one of the party boats sank. <laughs> like the parties are breaking <laughs> up. Like the one, and then the one in Miramar yeah. where the stage collapsed. Was it Miramar? Mm-hmm. Is that the one I'm thinking of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in. <laughs> I can't believe that happened. Gosh. Where do you? I, we don't know any details about that party. I'm like, it's either gays. SDSU college kids, I have rich high school kids. <laughs> it was up in Miramar. You know, you know what it is, Bashi? It's just the assholes who went to the party. Doesn't matter what their background is or who they're. I it's agree, anybody who I went still, to that. I still kind of want to know. Though. I know. Well, which group was the one that collapsed yeah. the stage? They did say a large yeah. portion of them were underage drinking. So, oh, uh, they were kids. Yeah. I was so like, I'm gonna guess. Yeah. College. Yeah, but, but yeah. go ahead. Look, Bashi. I'm I'm a former Aztec. We got the fucking alcohol kicked off the beaches. I'll never forget San Diego, forgive San Diego State for ruining that for us. Right. And and God knows what else they're doing. And they're probably cycling the rest of this bullshit, too. But I don't know. I don't either. It's you know, all. I follow uh, Adam Ramsey. You know, he was like on East Siders. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he said it the best, though, because he was just like, you know, you did it. It's over. Uh, you fucked up, kind of, but yeah. you, you know, no judgment on that. <laughs> but you're you're doing something a lot of people would consider selfish and self-centered and narcissistic. However, now's your chance to come home and make things better, and don't leave your house for 14 days. It's true, but that also brings up another topic within the, which is another discussion within the gay community: the narcissist worry about <laughs> yourself. Because we see that a lot within our community, whether there's a pandemic or not. But um, to switch gears, something a little lighter, something (laughs) really that I'm like, I thought I wasn't going to be ready for it, but I think I am because it's giving me something new to watch on TV and I'm super excited for. But season 13 of... Here we go again. Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> it never ends. <laughs> like New Year's on CNN. <laughs> like New it Year's is. on CNN, Robbie. <laughs> oh, so it was the premiere of season 13, RuPaul's Drag Race, was last night. Before we get into that, Rob, can you show everybody your shirt? 
Oh. Um, it's See, I, not, not only did I get a seat at the table today because Miriam's out, I also have to click all the buttons. So I, 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 I'm sorry, Bash and Eric, your names were switched when we introduced everybody. <laughs> Oops. I, um, anyway, so yeah, so my shirt is... <laughs> They call the squad. Uh, I love that. <laughs> For anybody who doesn't know, Rob is religious yeah. about the Golden Girls. Like he's can pretty much word for word every episode of the Golden Girls. It's insane. Yeah, I've seen him so many times. But Tony got me this for Christmas. So yeah, I'm I saw it. And I was like, he oh, needs I was going to ask. It looks like a yeah. Christmas present. He also got me a Golden Girls book. Yes, it's the wit and wisdom of the Golden Girls. <laughs> yeah, to live by. <laughs> <laughs> so season 13 of RuPaul's Drag Race, episode one, premiered last night. And boy, they're doing things different this year. And it was recorded during um, COVID. So what did, who, okay, who watched the full, whole full first episode? I know I did. I know Robbie did. So we're all on board. Okay, yeah, first yeah. thing I want to ask you guys, what do you, spoiler alert, if you have not watched the first episode, you can skip ahead. We're going to talk about some spoilers and some big twists within this season, so skip ahead if you don't want to hear this part. But what do you think of the twists of them bringing two girls in and they're <laughs> lip syncing for their life right off the bat? Like, that's the first thing they do. Terrifying. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Rob> terrifying. <laughs> like it definitely weeded out the ones who are pros with the ones who are kind of new because you could tell when they were shitting themselves. But Robbie, yep. we had this yeah. discussion that we're like, some of them we didn't agree with RuPaul's decision, yeah. which we're gonna get I into. I agree. What I, do you, what do you think, Bashi, of this new little twist that they started it with? Uh, I like that they formatted it to scare the shit out of everybody and knock them off a few pegs, like right off the bat because the people who came in with confidence were like oh shook they're shook i have no idea who this person is i don't know anything yeah. about them they could be better than me and blah 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 but um yeah it was interesting and i i had some um changes of heart over some of the people that i prejudged which we're going to get into really straight but yeah right. cuz i'm that. with you on that bashy there were some that i really liked in the first impressions and then now i'm like oh girl and some I didn't like that I really yeah. like now. What about you, yeah. Eric? What do you think of this new twist that they did for the first episode? Yeah, I I feel kind of torn about it. I liked it better at the start of the episode, mm -hmm. but as it kind of went on, I felt like, oh, we're seeing the same. It's the same <laughs> expressions again. Yeah, the same comments in the judges. Yeah, it was kind of just repetitious towards the end, and then I felt at the very end it kind of left on a negative note because we didn't know whether they're like, who's going home Are they all going home. And it just, I was like, it's a new year. It's a brand new start. And I feel like this episode left me kind of sad. Oh, really? Um, okay. Yeah. Like I, I wanted it something to be more a beat at the end instead of like leaving this that. cliffhanger. Okay. Yeah. Especially coming off of a very, in my opinion, very strong season 12. Which, yeah, I mean, we had Crystal Methade, we had Gigi Good. I mean, that was such a strong season. Like we yeah. we talked about it on this show last last season of our show, um, and we really liked everybody on that. So for this season thirteen, the first two up, the first one that walked into the workroom was Candy Muse, followed by Joey J. So first question for you two, what did you think of their entrance looks? Because that's very important. Everybody talks about it. So what did you think of yeah. these two intros looks? I'm going to start with Bashy. Go ahead, Bash. Um, for, I definitely liked Candy's better. Yeah. Like much better. Yeah. But Joey looked 
good. The thing I will say, I don't know. It just, all I can remember about it was it was red. <laughs> yeah. 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 What about you, Eric? So, what did you think? For, for me, it was the chicken feathers. They looked really bad and they looked oh, bad right. on camera. Yeah. And they kept <laughs> falling out everywhere. Not even yeah. in, just in the entrance, but also in the performance. It was It was really tough. But that was... Joey J was a weird one for me because I yeah. felt much more confident in the like meet the girls than when we actually saw yeah. her. Like I felt like there was like personality that just was, was gone. So yeah, I didn't, I think he was one of the ones that got kind of put off guard by the whole situation. Oh, he was shook yeah. for sure. And I, I wasn't, you know, loving Joey in the, in the, in the YouTube thing, but in his like little, um, confessional yeah thing. he's really good on he's really funny with that and he, yeah, he's entertaining in in that spot but i just hope he he wills he it, out. it together yeah. robbie what did you yeah. think um for me like i okay the the chicken feathers are bothering me too so i gotta go with candy muse on this me one too. and it reminds me of when we did we did a show uh, Tony was costuming it on stage, and I went out and bought our friend Susan um, a chicken feather boa, a purple one, and the feathers <laughs> were falling all over the place. Whoa, I'm like, lesson learned. Lesson learned. <laughs> only have to do that one time. Go out, yeah. spend money. If you're going to have feathers, spend money. Get get real feathers. Yep. Um, so I'm like, what were you thinking showing uh, yeah. up on RuPaul's Drag Race with chicken, <laughs> with chicken feathers? That was okay. So I and I have said this on our the episode we talked about with uh, first impressions. Candy Muse before this show, I was like, I'm not really a fan. She kind of annoying, but for some reason, putting her in this element, I'm really buying it. And here's the thing. I yeah. she's doing what Silky Nosh did, Silky Ganache did, but Silky Ganache was annoying because it was put on. It was put on. You can tell it was fake. With Candy Muse so far, I feel like if we if you met her in person out at the bar, at the club, wherever she's performing, you're gonna get what you get on the show and your reactions be like, girl, you crazy. That's how I feel <laughs> with her, and that's why I'm buying it so far. For me, she's entertaining. She's a little like She's doing the like I'm the best, blah blah blah. But I'm buying it. I'm here for it. But the chicken feathers, Rob from Joey J, and those damn stirrup pants or those chap pants. I hate that thing. Yeah, and it kind of seems like Candy Muse is like the Vanjie of the season. Yeah. It seems like now, ever since Vanjie, there's got to be a yeah, Vanjie, Vanjie, and it seems like it's uh, Candy yeah. this this season. So what and, did you what did you think of the lip sync? Really quick, everybody. Do you think it should have been Candy Muse that won it? I do. I thought she was hilarious. Yeah, I yes. thought she did good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like that she picked up the boombox and pressed and pushed. Yeah, yeah. It's that. Yeah, yeah. It, was it was those clever. little details. And now the yeah. judges are separated by um, glass. It looks like or plexiglass or something on each side. Yeah. So, because of the and the lighting is very different. Oh, the, the lighting. Thank you. you. I think because of the glare on the yeah. sides. Yeah. Did you see? Yeah. I mean, I gotta say, RuPaul looks freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she looked. Raven is killing the makeup. Awesome. Like, like she looked so flawless and amazing this season so far. Yeah. And I love the whole pastel promo that they're doing for this season. So I'm I'm like totally buying it. And if Miriam was here, she would probably know, but I'm assuming that all of the girls have been quarantining before this because yeah. they quarantine anyway. So. They, they always quarantine to. them anyway. Yeah. So I'm yeah. assuming that yeah. they quarantine for a few <laughs> weeks before Continue, yeah, uh, competing. But so the so the next ones that walk in is Denalia and Lala Ri. 
are the next two. Yes. So really quick, everybody, Denali. we're going to go through the Denali. Yes. Who did you like? What did you think of their first entrance looks? I'm going to go to you, Rob, because I know you have opinions on this pairing. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, <laughs> well, also, I have to say, if you're watching us on YouTube, I'm showing the images. It's not what they wore that on that episode. It's what their original outfit was but i'm also showing you the pork chop and the uh, tiara for the winner and the loser yeah and i know we all know this but pork chop is the original first queen off of the very first season the first loser of all time (laughs) the first loser of all time who's gone on to make a storied career out of that actually (laughs) no kidding bash like serious (laughs) okay so for me i think Denali should have won because Denali was kind of my favorite, even from Meet the Queens. Like I kind of didn't I agree did. with you guys on that. That that was just I just liked her. I was rooting for her more. <laughs> but anyway, when when Denali came out in the figure skates, okay, flashback Uh-oh. to college because we had to do a, a physical fitness credit. So I took figure skating as oh, my. Why, why not <laughs> These are the, I swear to God, you got you Bashy and Eric will testify for this. Rob is like an onion. Every time we put him on the mic, we learn something new about well, his past. Yeah. I immediately had this um flashback because when D- Denali came out in figure skates, not on ice and not wearing blade guards. Yeah. It was... reminded me because I didn't know it was my first time on ice. All of the boys were wearing hockey skates except for me <laughs> i was <laughs> the only one in the figure skating side but anyway so like wow, i just Rob. like when we were done i just yeah. started walking back to the locker room and then the coach came screaming at me she's like what are you doing you never walk on blades on cement now you're gonna have to get those sharpened before you go back on the ice i'm not letting you go back on the ice like that. <laughs> so when i saw Den- uh, denali do it yeah. i'm like mm, that's not how you do it well, she probably, these are probably her show skates yeah. where she doesn't really skate. Yeah. But the, my opinion on this is I'm with Rob on this. Denali was my favorite. Lala Rue's, um, Lala Rue's outfit was just, it was just sad. I'm sorry. Her for interest look was sad. Um, but she did the whole lip sync. Denali did the whole lip sync yeah, on a blade. Like and then she yeah. didn't win it. I'm like, oh, this is one yeah. I don't agree. I with. disagreed with RuPaul. That's yeah. why I think RuPaul had this planned on who's in Group A and who's in Group B to begin with, because there are certain ones she has to set aside. Because I guess, spoiler alert, at the end they have to vote off one of yeah. each other. So she had to narrow it down to who. Mm-hmm. She, anyway, yeah. that's what did theory. you guys think, Bashi and Eric? Uh, I'm rewatching it right now, and I agree with Rob 100. percent Yeah, she, yeah. she uh, Denali was not one of my favorites in the in the first impressions, yeah. but she's she's growing. She's 180 me. Mm-hmm. When I, I think that yeah. she should have won that. What about you, Eric? <laughs> I I thought Lala Reed did a really great job in the lip sync. I don't know that it was enough for her to actually take the win, though. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So the next pairing um, is Simone and Tamisha Iman. Who, which we all, well, Miriam, I know for sure, and I did really like Simone in the in the first impression. So, what did we think of these entrance looks and everything of these two? Eric, I'm gonna start with you. What did you think? I thought Simone's look was amazing. It was stunning. I, I think I would have liked a little bit bigger hair just because yeah. the the look of the dress was so flat. That would have been um, my but, note for this whole entrance looks. They all needed bigger hair. All of them had yeah. too flat. Most of them had too flat hair. Yeah. Um, and then Tamisha Mon, I 
I can barely even remember the look, and that says everything. It was there. a red. <laughs> what did you think, Bashy? Yeah. I'm literally Googling Tamisha because I cannot I remember, remember what it looked like. <laughs> Robbie, how about you? So, I'll oh, go that. ahead. Go ahead, Bash. Finish your thought. No, I, I, I agree with everything Eric said because I'm, I'm literally like, I don't remember. What did you think, Robbie? Um, Tamisha was the, Tamika, was it Tamika? Tamisha. Tamisha. Was Tamisha. The, I know, we're still getting used to them, but was the one who, didn't she say that she's been doing it for, for 30, 30 years? years? So for didn't me, know. it kind of showed because like, oh, really? all of I her movements know. to me were kind of like movements she's probably been doing for years, but she also said she's getting over cancer. Yeah, so she, she probably can't cancer. do all of the backflips mm-hmm. and stuff that oh, um, yeah. some of the other girls can do. Yeah. So to me, she looked like um, it was movement she's used to doing yeah. through the years. But I kind of liked Simone better. I like Simone's personality coming into it. And in the Meet the Queens, she was one of the ones that really stood out to me. And I have to agree with Eric. Her outfit was cute. It was Polaroids of herself formed into like a little mod mini dress. And I just wanted her hair to be bigger. And I love that that girl moisturized every portion of her body because it showed on camera which i loved but in the in, but in the lip sync between these two i thought S- simone just was funnier she really listened to the music and all of that stuff where tamisha felt like she was going through the motions and you can see the yeah. panic in her eyes and she's kind of stopped lip singing at some points so that's and I don't know. I would like what you said, Eric. I don't. I didn't really like her outfit to begin with. So yeah, yeah. So the next one is Got Mick and Utica Queen were the next two that walked in. Uh, these two were interesting, <laughs> and I'll go first this time. I think Got Mick, amazing makeup artist. I love the face and all of that, but there's something about the personality that's not connecting with me for some reason i just think it's i'm just not buying it i'm just kind of mm. utica is just weird and i like it like it I looks like, like she's my favorite yeah so. i mine too so far like she looks like she literally went into a fabric store fell on the floor in a pile of fabric and like was like oh this is my outfit look everybody oh strawberry let's just put that on my head for her <laughs> just but, yeah, even bit. michelle visage was entertained by the fact she's like i she put it on my head because i was allergic, allergic as a kid and i made it through, through. it she, <laughs> know, michelle's so like that's yeah. She, yeah she's like that was such a stupid answer okay I, she's like i'm fine <laughs> what did, bashy eric what did you guys think of these two got mick and Udika queen i don't like full face paint on the first episode mm. okay uh, I, I get that i With think the you white should try to or... like yeah yeah unless you know that's like your thing um but uh no i just really like Utica. the only thing that the only thing i didn't like was when they were in the back room yeah. i think Utica's wig her, was like her up but Bashi, this is a i think you and me are the same with this when there is a a person with a very different point of view or a unique personality and yeah. viewpoint i am tra- i am attracted to those i don't want to see the same yeah. thing over and over again yeah and with yeah. utica it's like i just feel like she, you know you don't know what you're gonna get she a little kooky spooky <laughs> magooky over there it's yeah. like, what about you eric <laughs> this is the one where i did not agree with the judges at all I and i think utica should have yeah. been the winner yeah um I mean, I, I do see that, like, there's parts of her outfit that kind of came apart as she was dancing. Yeah. So maybe that's what they, like, rated her down on. But 
I felt the entire time she performed better. Like she made little wrists with the judges. Yeah. Her performance is funny. Her dancing was more interesting. There's no way that she should have lost that. I me. agree with that. And I think, well, one, they had rumors from Lindsay Lohan, which they lip synced, which it's I was so like, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so good, but it's dumb. Um, okay, so the next one, oh, this one was this is, interesting. Yeah. Rose and Olivia Lux. So, I don't know. Robbie, what did you say when when we were watching this? You had an opinion about Rosé. Well, no, it just seemed like Rosé was shocked that she would be the one that would lose the lip sync. Like, are you kidding? I'm like Rose. entitlement. Like, yeah, yeah a little that's bit. what it was. Yeah. And, and not only lost, but lost to somebody who's only been doing it just over For a year. year. Yeah. And then Rosé is, is yeah. you know, one of the well-known queens in New York mm-hmm. City. So, I, What did you think of their looks in the first entrance? I don't know. I like. I really liked Rosé's look. The pink, um, the pink, the pink on pink like leather jacket and yeah. the jacket. Yeah. I think. I think um, Olivia Lux. I think the smile. Like she's gonna. I think let her bake for a little longer, and she's gonna be so freaking too. amazing. <laughs> but she, you can tell she's green. She's very green with everything. But there's so yeah. much potential there. With Rosé, I feel like she came in and with the lip sync and even her look, everything was like, um, you can tell she's done this before and she, it, yeah. she's going through the motion. She knows these are my signature hits. These are my signature moves. This is my signature fate. Like that was how I was feeling with her. What about you two? What did you think of these this pairing? I I am grateful that we got the from Rose, we got the Jan face crack <laughs> when they got right the judgment. The yeah. 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 So that I was living for. I love that. Um o- Olivia Lux, uh, I felt like I really, really, really disliked her dress. Um oh, the, I like ruching and every the ruching. Yeah. I liked when she unzipped it, it looked better on her, but I it's one of those elements where I'm like, if she knew. Uh, she had a little bit more time, knew her body better. Yeah. She probably wouldn't pick that in a year or two from mm-hmm. now. It made her look a little lumpy on some parts, I thought. Mm-hmm. What yep. did you think, Bashy? I liked Olivia's better. Really? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I just thought, you know, Rosé looked great, but it was just pink. It was pink. It was yeah. all pink. But and it, the hair was pretty, I don't know. I liked the hair. I, yeah. I, Rosé's hair was probably my favorite of the yeah. night, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right, so the next one was a threesome. It was it was a threesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, between <laughs> Tina Burner, <laughs> Kamor Hall, and Elliot with two T's. Oh gosh. I got to look back on my notes. Yeah, I got I'm going to go first <laughs> on this one. So Tina Burner, I've been, I've liked Tina Burner. I followed on social. I kind of know who she is, but this is one that switched for me. Coming into the show of season 13, I was like, "Yes, Tina Burner is going to be amazing." I am I am not liking Tina Burner so far. I'm like, you're trying really hard. You have this entitlement to you, which I get. You've been do you've been at it for 10 years. But in the promos, it was like this fire thing, you know, burner. Now she comes in with the same kind of aesthetic with the red hair, the yellow, all of that. Um, and even in the out of dragon, they're doing the interviews. It was like you're tra- oh, okay. I get it. I get your shtick. I get it. You you're up here, whatever. Um, she's one that I was really hoping was going to be, I don't know, better maybe. I don't know how to put it, but I mean, it's not bad, but it's just, mm, okay. 
Elliot with two T's is one that I I forgot about to be honest. Mm. Yeah, um, that, that Kimura out, Hall. That, it was the outfit. Like the outfit looked like he she went shopping at Target or something or <laughs> Sears, or like Sears, Sears and just Sears. showed up in it. I don't know. What did you two think of this yeah. these this threesome? Uh, I'll go first. Go ahead, yeah, Eric. Okay. Eric's like, I so, got, I got an opinion on this. Let's go. So, Elliot, two tears is my, or with two T's, is my worst nightmare of like what happens if I were to over Botox because there's yeah. no facial expression whatsoever. So funny. I was thinking about you when. when well, you made when a joke about, about that. that. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, so, and, and I think that just like kind of translates to everything about like no expression, yeah. even the look, like yeah. so. Yeah, Kamora Hall loved the, the Bob Mackie gown. I, that's what I was uh, just gonna say. The Bob amazing. original Bob Mackie gown. I was like, yeah, yes. And having to lip sync and sweat at a Bob Mackie gown, like I, I would have been, I like, would have been, I would have pulled a Charlie Hyde <laughs> and just stood there, and I'm like, no, I am not sweating my sweat stains into this Bob Mackie. Not original. only that, does anybody know how many queens have been on RuPaul's Drag Race and said to Michelle Visage, "It's a Bob Mackie." Like, I know. Who's done that? I thought who's that was that? ridiculous. No. Why, Bash? Why? I thought that was so fucking stupid. And I can't believe the judges ate that up. I'm like, so what? It's Bob Mackie. It is Bob, Bob Mackie, Mackie but I that doesn't Bob mean Mackie. anything about somebody's talent. That just means you have money. I agree with that. I think I this it was all look for her. That's yep. all. Yeah. Okay, so those She's are the queen. those are all the queens, and they all had a lip sync, and there were losers mm. and winners. So the losers are are put into the pork chop lounge, and the whole episode ends with all of the losers in the pork chop lounge have to <laughs> eliminate one of each other or one of the group, but they don't even know each other. So how are they going to do this? Like, can I just first? Go ahead. Can I just first say it? That I love that the pork chop lounge is has the vending machine right behind them. Like, yeah, it's so like <laughs> I didn't notice that. Yeah. I love that. So <laughs> You're like, here, so you want funny. some grandma's cookies on your way out? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> some famous Amos. Famous Amos. I love famous Amos. But yes, that is our recap of the first episode of RuPaul's Drag Race season thirteen. Well, wait a minute. What? Who, who do you think should get voted off? Oh god! Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, good uh, point, Robbie. I am gonna vote for. Let's see the one that really, I, I Tamisha. I can't Iman. remember who was in the bottom group. Tamisha though. Iman. That's my pick. Tamisha, really? Tamisha, yeah. Tamisha Iman. I mean, yeah. I agree. What about mm. you, Robbie? What do you think? Um, maybe. No, I changed but, mine. Elliot with two teeth. I, I was gonna say Elliot. Yeah. Elliot with two I was a little yeah. disappointed in Elliot. Elliot. Yeah. Bye bye. But. Goodbye. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. So um, another thing, you know how now that we're the holidays are over, New Year's is over. There was a lot of like Bash did a lot of alcohol consumption. Um, there was a story that came out about a young man in the UK. This young is, man, young man in the UK <laughs> who um, apparently. Got so drunk over this holiday season that he legally changed his name to Celine Dion and did not know he did this. So the story goes, Thomas Do- Do- Dode is his name, um, apparently on Twitter posted a picture that 
I guess on a drunken night, he decided to legally change his name to Celine Dion because he was in a Celine Dion K-hole of YouTube videos, <laughs> and he's a fan of hers. So he guess he did this on one drunken night or a couple drunken nights, and a couple days later, a week later, he got a package in the mail um, that had certificates of his legal name change to Celine Dion, and he went on Twitter and posted it and said um, he didn't remember doing it, and apparently he posted it earlier on Twitter and came back and found out that he literally legally changed his name, and he thought it was funny now, but he's concerned about HR at his work, how he's going to explain <laughs> the legal name, name change, which made me think, during this COVID time, have you guys done anything like when you're stoned or super drunk that you're like... Why did I do that? Why? Yeah. What, Rob? No, I mean, I've got a lot of them, but I've oh, already yeah. talked about many of them. <laughs> I, I do a lot of online shopping. Like, I, <laughs> and, then same. I, and then it just shows up because, yeah. like, for some reason, I don't get, like, the email on it. And it just, like, and I'm like, where the fuck did this come from? <laughs> I was doing that, but so, you know, like Bashy's known me for, for a long time and I'm very particular about my hair, right? Bash. I've always been very particular about my hair and mm-hmm. either I wear a baseball mm-hmm. hat if I'm not going to comb it. Um, yeah. and if I do, I'm always, I've always been particular about my hair. So apparently <laughs> Rob, let me know this happens. I get very stoned and now that my hair is super, super long, um, I have a tendency to try out new hairstyles when I'm drunk. <laughs> and take pictures of them, but never post anything. Just keep them on my Why? phone. Why don't you post them? Uh, because I post yeah, them I'm, all. No, because I'm too busy doing <laughs> other stuff and I forget. So I was going to show these on there, but I'll see if you can see them on yeah. the camera. So Rob took this one, and apparently this is my work hair every day. I put it up, and this is what he calls my, um, what is it, pebbles look? Pebbles. Yeah, it's pebbles. You Tony, can, you have you to can see turn it so we can do it. Yeah, I see this every day when I that wake up. That is my um, pebbles look. Okay, so we are a podcast. Most of our listeners yes. are only hearing. Could describe auto. this, Rob. Audio. So every morning when I wake up, because Tony starts work first, and his desk is right in our bedroom. So he wakes up. He his hair is too long during COVID, so he puts it in a top pony. Fat <laughs> and um. So as he wait, oh, sorry, I have to put. I see, I forget. That. So he puts it in a top, and it's like standing up like this. And as he moves, and he's sitting there at his table, um, it's like bouncing back and forth, and it's it, it's hideous. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. So this next one, apparently, the drunker or stoner I get, the ponytail moves to the side. And this lovely picture Rob took while I was working on the show. When I think it was in the evening, um, yeah. Side ponytail, yeah. So realness, oh. hold it closer, right there. And Can you see it, Rob? I'm trying to get. Both yeah, it's hard to it. see with the glare. I know. Oh my god, Tony. So describe that one. So you know, like in Dynamite, what's that movie? Napoleon, Napoleon. Dynamite, the girl with the that sells the bracelet. That yeah, side ponytail, realness. So wow. this one, the next one, this is so stupid. These are the ones that I sneak off into the bathroom and style my hair with. While well, Rob's either gaming or watching CNN or doing work. Um, while I'm stoned, I'll usually like go in the bathroom and like just style my hair and then take random pictures and never post them. So this is like my 90s. I don't know why I did this. It is so stupid, but... I had a flat iron and I straightened it. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Bash. I can see your disappointment. It, 
You look like Jordan Catalano from My So-Called Life. <laughs> I hate you. You're such a bitch. I hate you, right? doesn't it? The first thing I thought of was Night at the Roxbury. Yeah, so it's, for our say... listeners, it's parted right down the middle, and it's literally like that 90s hair, straight on one side, straight on the other, makes a bowl cut. Yes, it's fabulous. Yeah. I was going to say the, the bad guy from, uh, or the bad boy from Breakfast Club. Oh, Smoke yes. Johnny? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Okay, so yeah. this next one, I got really creative, and I was like, I think it was like late at night, and I was, because I have a tendency when I get someone to watch cartoons, and I was on a Johnny Neutron cartoon bench, so I went and styled my hair like his. Um, and that's what it came out like. Oh I look very lesbian. Oh my God. Oh my but here's God. the kicker. Oh so I, preparing this show, I prepare, I was like, Rob, <laughs> what do you think of this? You know what, it, so Rob says, you know what it reminds me of? <laughs> Roz from Monsters Inc. Yeah. Wait, hold that closer. Yes. That that lady I'm with the joke. cat glasses from Monsters. It also reminds me of um Eureka. Eureka. <laughs> <laughs> because when he turned to the side, um his so hair stupid. his hair actually had like an ice cream cone dairy queen girl. <laughs> That's curl at the end. <laughs> and Rob's like, you're oh an God. idiot. <laughs> okay, the next one's uh, not as bad, but um, it's when I curl my hair. So I decided to curl my hair to see how it will look curly. Wow. Um, it's, I don't know. I think I would buy it. How did you do that? <laughs> I would buy it. Can you see it, Robbie? Yeah, <laughs> yeah kind of. Oh my god! I actually like um, it. A curling iron that I drunkenly bought on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next one was one time we—I oh was actually god. drinking at my mom's, and my mom had a wig, and I put it on and decided to take a picture, and it came out. And I think I showed this one to yeah, you guys you before. Mm-hmm. The yes. Karen hair. <laughs> yes. But what did you say? You I, I think like you the Karen posted hair. it on um, Instagram. Maybe. But did, didn't you say it's Auburn Sunrise? <laughs> no, that was when I put my grandma's hair piece in. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is what happens when you either drink too much or stoned. Get stoned. It's just oh um, what it, do you guys, it's, it's, Bashy? Do you do anything like that? Anything oh god, exciting? where do I start? Um, Let's start with your text messages. Can we start there? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Oh man, this week. week, this week, she's been on a bender. This one, it's been a rough week. I, half the time, I'm like reading these to Rob and the boy group, but I'm like, do you know what he's talking about? I have no, I idea, have no what idea what the then, fuck to do. Anymore. And then Tony will just put the phone down, and I gotta turn out because then it turns into you and Wilson, our other friend for our podcast listeners, going back and forth, and I'm like, are, are they? What is I know. That? I don't know. Well, didn't I don't you? Know wasn't, it, wasn't it yesterday where Bashi said, I think we need to pitch a new show in Hollywood? Somebody, oh, which you brings and your, me up. You which, and your wiener dog. You and your wiener dog. Okay, this is this is weird. So I have very, the other thing that happens when I smoke, I have very, very vivid dreams all the time, whether nightmares or not nightmares. So I thought it would be hilarious because Bashi had a very vivid dream that he felt very inclined to let us all know but last night i had a dream this is a recurring nightmare for me this dream of being stuck in the mall where i can't find my car (laughs) there's malls i that's the thing and it's like one of the things i hate is a mall because it's just i hate malls i hate the malls i hate it so in this dream i always park my car and it's not my new the newest car i have it's my truck that i used to have and 
I'm going to do the mall, and the mall is like Mall of America. Not an outside mall. It's like an indoor mall, which I hate. Parkway Plaza. Parkway Plaza, Plaza Bonita. Think that for all you San Diego people. <gasps> I forgot Plaza Bonita was in Yeah, there. so I <laughs> I have this stream of the mall where I'm through the going through the mall, and I cannot find my car. But the car I know is parked near Sears. I don't know why Sears. Mm. It's parked oh. near Sears. And I'm all and Neiman Marcus has a very black tie restaurant that I have to go through to get to the Sears. But the whole dream is a crowded parking lot and me trying to get around the mall, trying to find my car. This sounds like a bizarro version of UTC now, because that's the only mall I know right. of that has a Sears and a Neiman it's Marcus. Weird. So then I looked it up because I was curious. What does it mean if you dream about a mall? It says to dream that you are at a mall symbolizes the choices, decisions, and uh, options you have in your waking life. These choices will help you shape who you are as a person. Um, you're trying to establish your identity and sense of self, which is very interesting now that my brother's not here. Um, alternatively, the dream suggests that you're trying to make a favorable impression on someone. I have no idea why, hmm. what all that is. So, Bashi, what did you dream this week? Because you... that was oh. It was crazy. It was the most vivid dream I've had in a very long time. Yeah? What was it? it Share with our It was in audience. an abandoned shell of San Diego that looked like Blade Runner 2054 or whatever that movie was. That, uh, yeah, you know what yeah. I'm talking about. I was a cyborg... And so is my dachshund. So you had a dream about your pet. <laughs> yes. And, Interesting. Uh, Let's and see what Rolo, is. Um, attacked a bad guy and the bad guy kicked him. He's a dachshund. So I thought his back was broken. So I like ran over him. Then the bad guy came up. Rolo woke up, leapt into action and bit through his Achilles tendons and knocked him out. It was fucking the most coolest thing I've what? ever seen. <laughs> Rolo? Little old it was Rolo? so cool. Where is he? Get over oh here, my Shana. God. So I was looking up because I was very interested. What does it mean when you dream about your pet? Because Yeah, know, but that's like, a little bit more. Well, no, no, no. There's different things. Pet. Dreaming about your pet as a companion in the dream where they are not dying, they're not in any kind of struggle. Okay. Um, and yeah. they're living and not dead. Like they're your companion in your dream. It okay. is to see your pet in a dream as in in a companion. Um, position represents civilized instincts. <laughs> you are keeping your temper in line. Um, <laughs> alternatively, see seeing a pet indicates you need more love and acceptance in your life. Perhaps you are lacking attention from others and feeling <laughs> neglected. Uh, the pet may also be a pun for petting. As no. in some sexual behavior. No, no. I'm that not part I was like, no. but then that. I was thinking, wow, he was on a bender this week. Bashy. It was a bender. So I maybe he was feeling myself. neglected. Maybe we were neglecting him as friends, Eric. What do you think? Mm, no, you guys maybe. don't need to. I don't, I don't care what your stock thinks oh, that I know. much. Oh, thanks. Know. Thanks. Wow. <laughs> wow, way to start 2021. 20... <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Yes. Yes. We, we yes. know where we stand. Well, we know at the bottom. We're under Rolo, Eric. We're under Rolo. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, we certainly are. But people well, Rolo, dream because... Rolo was threatened by my crazy neighbor this week. That might be why. Oh, yeah, because your crazy neighbor... Yeah. Just she threatened to poison to... my dog. All the dogs. All the pets. All the dogs in the complex. Fucking idiots. All the dogs a- in the world. <laughs> we should do a show on how to be a good neighbor in general. I know, right? Shit. But um, it's interesting because dreams are like, if you do the research on dreams, it's your subconscious dealing with your issues in real, in real what life. What website are you on? 
Um, the main one, the dream. There's a, there's a couple. There's a dream dictionary, dream interpreter, dream mood. There's a ton dream of mood them. is the one I use. Dream mood like is one. the one that's the most well known. So for all of our listeners, if you have dreams that you want to know what they mean, all these symbolism, they have a full dictionary, A through Z, very detailed on every aspect of what you are dreaming about and gives you an interpretation of that dream, which I've right. always found fascinating. So Yes. I don't know. Yeah, but dreams, uh, I have them all the time, and they're always weird and bizarre. Mine are. Yeah. So uh, Bash's wiener's on the camera. Yeah, if everybody yeah. is always wondering about Go to Rello, YouTube and see my wiener. His wiener. He has his wiener out right now. He's petting his wiener, everybody. He's and it's hairy. A hairy wiener. It's, it's, a hair, it's a real hairy wiener. That's a long blonde. hairy How do you have a blonde wiener? Because you're Italian. That's weird. It just comes and grows out that way. And you can follow Bash's Wiener on his own own, um, Instagram page. Bash's Wiener has its own Instagram. What's your Wiener's Instagram? Rolo Royce. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. But you guys, that is it for us this week. We got through most of everything we wanted to talk about. So, Bash, how do people find you? I would say my name underscore bash on Instagram. Yes, and Eric, how do people find you? I, I am at Party Bear Eric Party on Instagram. Bear Eric. <laughs> and Robbie, how do people find uh, you? Well, people gave up following me because I have <laughs> you don't post anything. No, nobody follows. It's um, Instagram is R O R Y C O, and I post nothing. Oh shit. Tony, that what that was our closing do? music. I hit the wrong button. Oh, I Tony. just decided to start playing. Um, <laughs> and you can follow the show at Who Invited Her underscore podcast on Instagram, and we're Who Invited Her SD on Facebook and Twitter. You can watch us every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. on Out at TV. Go check out Out at TV. They have a lot of great programming. Um, your past guests of our show, Grotesca and Kevy Kev, have a show. Um, what is it? The shit show is what it's called. It's really funny. They just kind of, it is a shit show, but it's hilarious. They're one of the shows on there that because I, I know Grotesca, she's been on our show. They just crack me up. Go check them out. If you just want to watch something where you don't have to think about, go check that out. Um, there's a lot of other great programming on there. Rebel Buzz is another one. If you're really into music, Go look up Rebel Buzz. She does a great show over there. And if you want a more in-depth recap of season 13, RuPaul's Drag Race, go watch Captain Steve and um, Erica Fox's recap show on there. I believe it's called um, Drag Race Recap. I think it's what it's called. Is it, it, Eric? I've watched a couple of theirs, especially when they did the Canada season, because they had a lot of opinions about that. But go watch their show, but go check out Out at TV. They got a lot of good programming on there. You can follow the podcast anywhere you get podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, because it helps us out a lot. Tell your friends, everybody you know. Have everybody subscribe. And don't forget, plug next weekend's Oh, yes. Next week, we have Mo from from Gossip Girl. She manages, and she does a happy hour mixology thing that is super fun and incredible. So we're going to talk to her about that and about the Girl Bar Project, about saving all of our girl bars in the U.S., like getting them out there, because there's not any... There's Left. only seven. I know, and San Diego there was has like one 10 of them at the beginning of the year. So she will be on next week um, with me and Miriam. Tier going to interview her, talk about a bunch of really fun stuff. That's going to be a really great show. I which I'm Mo. super. I know. I'm super excited. We get to have her on the show. I miss uh, but, Wayne. Huh? 
I miss Wayne at Inside Out. I know. Yeah. Inside Out. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is but that is it for us this week. I, uh, we're going to bring back the band pick. And my band pick is actually because there's a lot of, I think I've told, talked about this on the show before, theater has shut down. So there's a lot of productions that have not gone into production on Broadway, other places. So a lot of these artists are creating concept albums of shows that were supposed to come out in 2020 and didn't. So they're trying to build an audience to get an audience for these shows these that are supposed to come out in 2021. And one of the shows that I was looking forward to because I was a fan of the books when I was a kid is Anne of Green Gables. So there is the writer of this new one, and they it is uh, Matt O'Brien. He, I think, him and one of his friends wrote this new musical, and it's a little modern version take on Anne of Green Gables. But it's a concept album that's right, out right now, and I'm like loving it. The music is great. It's modern. It's not boring to me <laughs> but the story is great so go check it out it's Anne of Green Gables you can get it on Spotify it's I think five or six songs from the show um, that's supposedly going to be coming out in 2021 when theater opens up but this is um, the, the head song different kind of girl that we're going to leave you with so we will see everybody next week and that is it for us bye everybody say never wear a dress they say your hair is always a mess. They say you're trash, more or less. They say you do not fit the mold, that you're belligerent and bold. Worst of all, you won't do as you are told.